Hello and welcome to another episode of The Remake Mistake, brought to you by WolfbaneBlooms.com. In this podcast, we're going to take a look at an original horror movie, as well as its remake, in an effort to answer two questions. First, does the remake stand up to the original? And second, should it have been remade at all, or was this remake a mistake? Even a man who is pure in heart and says his prayers by night may become a wolf when the wolfbane blooms, and the autumn moon is bright. All right, it is Christmas time, and that means our special, our second special Christmas episode. I am Eric, and with me as always is Mike. Hello. We're going to be taking a look at Silent Night, Deadly Night, and it's 2012 remake, Silent Night. When did the first one come out? 19... What a handsome question. 1984. Oh, 84. Okay. Yeah. Which, for how bad quality the movie is... You would think it feels more like an early 70s movie to me. Mm-hmm. Like it feels more like it would have come out around the time Black Christmas came out. Yeah. Because movies were doing better things in 1984. It just, it feels like they went to a small town during the winter. Well, winter makes everything feel terrible. Yeah. And look terrible. I mean, isn't the original Nightmare on Elm Street 1984 as well? Yeah, right? <laughs> I just think it pause is. there and let you yeah. put in an answer. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think it is. That sounds right. Yeah. Um, and that movie's great. Yeah. So It you feels know. like a movie. Yeah. Silent Night, Deadly Night, 29% on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm. But here's the thing about that. Original, <laughs> 29% on Rotten Tomatoes. Remake, 64% on Rotten Tomatoes. That is astonishingly wrong. Right? Yeah. Here's the thing. I'm not saying the original is great, but those numbers could, could be switched, and I would be like, okay, yeah, like slightly more believable. I'm not I'm not saying the original deserves a 64%, but usually those, you know, the original kind of gets a higher rating just based on what it, it is. That's I don't get it. Yeah. 29% seems low or just about right, but then you feel like the remake would be nestled somewhere underneath that. Well, beneath that. <laughs> yeah, not not more than double. Yeah. Anyway. Um directed by Charles Sellier, who uh, you may remember from such things as Silent Night, Deadly Night, (laughs) Um, written by Michael Hickey, who wrote such classics as Silent Night, Deadly Night. Um, Basically, the bit is that nobody did anything else. (laughs) Good bit. Good job. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Should we wait until everybody finishes laughing? Yeah. That's my tight five. Mm. Um, Starring Nobody. Uh, yeah, starring the main the main guy uh, Robert Brian Wilson. No relation, <laughs> probably. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> to Robert Wilson. Yeah, to, to Bob Wilson. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean it's a you know probably low budget bunch of bunch of new new folks just making a making a horror movie. Yeah, that I can respect. Yeah, I mean I I'm into that. I mean, I guess it would be more respectful if they went on to do other things. Right. If this was, was a stepping important. stone to their rest of their careers. No, it was just a one-off thing. Yeah. A one-off movie that spawned uh, several pointless sequels. Yeah. But pe- people it, still like this movie, though. It in itself is kind of pointless. Well, but yeah. But <laughs> aren't all movies? Wow. That's deep, man. <laughs> Fuck. All right. Um was this the first time that you had seen either of these movies? Yeah, as you remember, I got this movie confused with 
Christmas Evil. Yeah. Yeah, for the first 20 minutes, you thought we were watching Christmas Evil. Yeah, and then I realized, no, this isn't it. Because I had to turn that one off. That was one of the most boring movies I've ever seen. It's a good name, though. Yeah. That one probably came before this one. Yeah, I don't know. I know nothing about Christmas Evil. You, yeah. (laughs) Probably for the best. It's a very similar plot. Guy works in a toy factory and... I guess he kills people, but I didn't stick around long enough to see him do anything. Oh. So. so it's just him putting boxes Boring away. the hell out of everyone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, this is also the first time I had seen either of these. Um, although I guess I was familiar. I don't know. How did I? How did we not know about the 2012 one? I mean, we were around watching horror movies then. Yeah, that wasn't that long ago. No, it really isn't, which is kind of surprising. I mean, not that like we necessarily had to see it, but I really was not even familiar I with it. I was aware that it came out, Yeah, but it just looked bad. Well, and, and, I didn't, and how? And I wasn't aware it was a sequel to this one. Right. Maybe I had heard briefly about it, but... Yeah, In fact, both of these might be on the list on Wolfbane Bloom's of top <laughs> Christmas horror movies. I know the I know the original is. Okay, for good. sure. Yeah, which that deserves to be. Yeah, it's a good Christmas yeah, movie. Yeah, check it out. All right, so Silent Night, Deadly Night opens on Christmas Eve, nineteen seventy-one. It's a nineteen eighty-four movie. So we're going back in the past. Uh, we meet the Chapman family. Mm-hmm. Bill Chapman. Yeah, don't get uh, don't get attached to many of the Chapmans. <laughs> <laughs> they go. Uh, they're on their way to a Utah mental facility, uh, where they they meet their. You meet the kid's grandfather, who's kind of just catatonic, right? Yep. He's just not doing anything. Um, the two kids are Billy and Ricky. That's important because they survive. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, when everyone else leaves the room, the grandpa kind of snaps out of it and uh, just delivers this really um, aggressive message to the yeah. little boy. <laughs> About how Santa's coming to punish him. Yeah, I don't know if he has been faking it this whole time, because yeah. that's the way they make it seem, but... Yeah. Why? What kind of <laughs> life would he choose for that? Yeah, what's his end game? Yeah. He's just been waiting for the little boy to show up? Yeah. It's not like he dies or stays right. lucid. No, yeah. I mean, he just he just comes snaps out of it to, to yell things at his grandson. Yeah, and then he goes back. Yeah, slips right back into it. Meanwhile, we see uh, Santa, a man in a Santa costume, robbing some sort of... convenience mart. Yeah, some sort of small convenience store for apparently no reason. He shoots the the clerk. um, And then our paths converge and uh, the Chapman's on their way home from the mental facility. Which they went... They went there, they left the room, they came back... And then they left. Yeah. And it was like a drive. They make it seem like it was a drive. Yeah. Why go there to yeah. see, oh, yeah, he's fine. He's still, yep, this is what we thought. Yeah. There's also a great shot where they're in the car and the kids are in the back seat and the back window and the car is completely down. Yeah. Just like supposed to be in the middle of winter. Yep. It's great. Horrible. Yeah. So anyways, they took this long drive for nothing. Yeah. And then continue. Well, they take it so they can get killed for sure. Mm-hmm. Santa stops them and uh, shoots the dad. Uh, <laughs> tears the mom's like shirt open. That's how you know it's an eighties movie. Yeah, gratuitous just, nudity, just to get the breasts out, and then uh, slits her throat in a sequence that we'll see many times throughout the movie. And if you see the sequel, apparently you see that a lot more because that movie is just flashbacks. Sure. 
All right. We're jumping ahead to uh, 1974, so three mm. years later. It's a good year. Was it? I don't know. Oh. Um, Nixon. And, <laughs> and we're at St. Mary's Home for Orphaned Children. They really uh, let you know where you're at. You got a big sign that says the Utah Mental Facility. Yeah. Big sign that says St. Mary's Home for Orphaned Children. I'm fine with that. Um, so now Billy, who's three years older, unknown age to begin with, I'm assuming. Yeah. Uh, he draws a picture of dead Santa, as children are wont to do. Mm, yes. <laughs> Gets sent to Mother Superior, who is just not a nice lady. No. Just a mean nun. Yeah, I think there's two nuns at work at this whole orphanage. Yeah, we get like... One's the, nice. Yeah, we get the nice nun and Good the nun, bad nun. nun. Yeah, classic good yeah. nun, bad nun. Yeah. Um, and then in a sequence that mm. I don't fully understand no billy peers through a keyhole mm -hmm. and sees two other orphans i don't know maybe they're, they're teenagers two other orphans old enough to be moved out of the house <laughs> and boy are they going to town on each other kind of got some nipple flickage <laughs> he's thumbing at it yeah he just rolls his yeah, like thumb a joystick over it. yeah playing space invaders yeah you see a lot of man man butt yeah I think just um, using the other nipple is just kind of pressing the button. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and that goes on for a minute. Yeah, it goes on longer than it should. <laughs> longer than you'd want it to. Yeah, and then the mother superior busts through the door and whips him with a belt. Yeah, it just starts wailing on him. Yeah. It's very uh, it's unsettling sequence. Yeah. Um, Billy then... Well, we figure out that Billy... And we know that Billy, besides the drawing, is not doing well during right. this time of year. Yeah. And then, so he has a nightmare, probably because it's Christmas or because he saw <laughs> yeah, horrible that, things. That kid's never going to have sex in his life. And Mother Superior, uh, her reaction to this is to tie him down to the bed, like spread eagle, yeah. arms and legs tied into the bed. In case he gets turned into a wolf man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's the classic Claude Rains approach <laughs> to a problem. Uh, something's wrong. Better, Better tie him down. down. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Santa Wolfman. Yep. Perfect. Um, later, she uh, is like, oh, well, you'll just go sit on Santa's lap. That'll cure your Santa fear. Yeah. And then he just punches Santa right in the nose. Yeah. And then he gets whipped with a belt. Yeah. No, I don't think he does. <laughs> I mean, it's safe to assume at some point <laughs> he's getting whipped with belts. This takes a long time to get to the murders. Yeah, and I think just this this movie and the remake in general, the plot just feels like then this happened, then this happened, then this happened. Yeah, like very... nothing really flows other than just like, and then the next day, and then the next day. Like this story is so just, you see this kid's whole life just in random little vignettes of things happening. Yeah. So now, spring 1984, modern day, 10 years later. Yeah. Now teenage Billy is just like this hulking kid. Yeah. And he gets a job uh, moving boxes, I guess, at, at a, a toy, toy store. store. Yeah. yeah. With some very... I think I've seen that. No, maybe I haven't. The guy who owns the toy store? Oh, yeah. I like I may have seen him in something else, but probably not. Yeah, he has a familiar He's a place. weird guy. Yeah. Um. This is my favorite sequence. It's this long montage. Oh, yeah. Christmas is yeah. on the warm side of the door. 
song it's to beautiful. always christmas on the warm side of the door it's true it is it's a song as that long plays as the calendar reads <laughs> december 25th it's a song that plays under this montage of billy working yeah he's just moving boxes and getting um, to know the other the younger employee at the toy store yeah it really is horrible yeah um that leads him to have a dream that he is having sex with that young coworker, and then he gets stabbed by Santa. Yeah, which is that yeah. adds up. Yeah, I mean, it has nothing to do with anything. Nothing. Nothing has anything to do with anything in this. <laughs> no. All right. So now we kind of get into the main, the main bulk. So there's a Santa in the toy store. He hurts himself ice skating. We find out. Santa and, does. Yeah, Santa hurts himself ice skating. I don't recall that. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, really? It's such an important part of the story. <laughs> what is he doing ice skating? He has much more important things to do. Lord knows. So, of course, Billy gets drafted to be the new Santa in the store. Mm-hmm. Best case scenario. Hope he knows how to ice skate. Yeah. Um, but he does it, you know? There's a montage of him being uncomfortable around children. Yep. And and he does it. The It's, it's Christmas. The store closes. And everyone sticks around for a party in the store. Five people. Like, on Christmas day christmas i think it's eve. christmas eve man none of those people had better things to do on christmas eve than stay with their coworkers. they hire orphans so yeah, and it's the 80s i guess yeah, i don't know the old guy yeah he absolutely doesn't have anything better to do and then that old lady she's mm-hmm. i mean there's only like five of them there yeah. right or six of them there's five anyway there's we should probably point that out the old lady just cashier i guess the guy old guy who owns the store uh-huh. billy uh-huh. his name yeah, Billy. Yeah, Billy. And the, his love interest, and then that horrible guy who... He's kind of like maybe his manager. He's like a total jerk to him. No, I think he's just a co-worker that's just oh. a jerk. But he's he, he's been horrible the entire time. Yeah, making yeah innuendo and yeah hitting on women. So now we're into the party, and Why he actually... He Santa Claus? <laughs> I don't know. Because he's a rapist, probably. Better than he, a murderer. Yeah. Like, actually, I don't want to say that. <laughs> Yeah, maybe you should. I don't think a rapist is better than a murderer. (laughs) Maybe we should just leave that uh, up to the listener's discretion. (laughs) Um, No, both are bad. So that guy, that jerk, starts just raping uh, the the gal that that Billy likes. Mm -hmm. And uh, Billy decides to strangle him with a string of Christmas lights. Mm -hmm. Tis the season. Yeah, tis the season. It's cool. Uh, you know, the, the, the rapee, the woman getting raped. I think they're called victims. <laughs> she doesn't, she doesn't like that though, <laughs> that this guy got killed. Yeah. So she freaks out on Billy, poor Billy. And, uh, he slices her up with a box cutter. Yeah. Tis the season. <laughs> In and around the stomach area. Um, so the owner now goes to investigate and he gets the back of a hammer to the face. Tis the season. Mm. Now, do you remember? <laughs> it's been like a, two weeks since we watched this. I can't remember if I enjoyed the practical effects or if they were bad. Do you remember? They were okay. I don't think these were. Correct me if I'm wrong if you remember at all. Did we actually see it happen? No, I don't know. I think it was kind of like, you know, with the axe, it's Friday the 13th, comes down, and then you see it yeah. in her head. That's very So likely. I think we saw the back of the hammer in his head, and you liked that. I did like that. Yeah. Here's the here's my problem. I had just watched uh, Pool Party Massacre, which is a new 
like a uh, real low budget indie horror that had like crazy good practical effects. Mm-hmm. You know, like look, they still look fakey, but they're like really good because they're practical. And my mind is mashed potatoes, and I can't separate <laughs> those two movies right now. I'm having a very difficult time uh, because a lot of people in Pool Party Massacre get things <laughs> in their head directly into their head, and so that's all I can think about right now. I think I remember seeing him lying up among the boxes, amongst the boxes, amongst the boxes. All right, so he's dead. A lot of people are dead. You would think this is the like the bulk of the movie, but really, still, it's not. There really yeah. isn't like a, a clear would make climax a better, to this movie. That would make a better bulk of the movie. Being, right. I guess the Toy Story would have to be bigger. Maybe the one from yeah. That's kind of what I like. Going into this movie, I just knew that okay, it's a Santa goes crazy in a Toy Story. I thought that was the movie. That's a better premise than but like a this... Santa goes through life. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes kills people. A Santa lives and dies. <laughs> Um, by the law so there's that one old lady left that you mentioned is possibly a cashier she's not that old <laughs> probably in your 50s she's middle aged yeah Billy gets an axe which is like well, his I a- guess middle age would have been the 20s for her yeah yeah he gets his axe which is like his iconic weapon I guess nah, I wouldn't use the word iconic in any of this but go on that's fair uh, she dupes him somehow it gets the axe from him can't remember how she dupes him um but he shoots an arrow through her. Mm. Yeah, and then he leaves. The <laughs> yeah, and then he leaves. And then he goes. And you think, well, sure. Okay, what's next? Um, meanwhile, though, uh, the nun, the nice nun, if you'll remember from earlier, thinks something may be awry. So she goes to the toy store to check it out. And she finds all the dead bodies. Yeah, I just feel like decisions in this movie were not great. They should have done other things, like maybe call the cops and have him go over there. Yeah. Maybe tell them that, hey, this happened to this guy. Yeah. Although I don't know if that's ethical. I don't know. There's no ethics in this movie. No. Um, so now I, I, I kind of have a problem where, the, where this movie goes from here because we don't really have any insight into Billy's motivation at this point. Other than, like, he just snapped and went crazy and killed a bunch of people. Cool. Mm -hmm. I'm on board with that. And then he leaves the store. And the rest of the movie is him just elsewhere killing people. I think it's supposed to be the rest of it of him going back to his brother. To the orphanage. I mean, he eventually makes it back They never tell us what the motivation is. Well, he doesn't drive. He just walks there. Yeah. Because the very next shot, like... You know, oh, completely yeah. unrelated cut. We just get uh, two kid, two teenagers on a pool table bucking. They're and babysitting. Yeah. Well, one of them's like the sister or something looking after her younger sister. And Billy just comes into the house. He doesn't know these people, I'm assuming. He busts the door down. Yeah. Just keeps yelling, punish, punish. Yeah. <laughs> Not just yelling. Them. He just yeah. monotonely says punish. Yeah. That's his catchphrase. But just out of nowhere now, it's yeah. not like that was ever, other than the grandpa saying, like, you're going to get punished. Yeah. It's not know. like he didn't use, it would have made more sense for him to say naughty or something. Yeah. You know, something related to Christmas. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> something even peripherally related. Yeah. Um, but there is a, I'm going to use iconic and you're not going to like it, but there's that iconic shot where he picks her up and sticks her on the, like, sticks her onto a mounted Maybe deer head. famous... A famous shot, a well-known shot, 
where he picks up the, this top. I think Unless she's topless, right? She has to be because everybody's topless in this for no reason. Yeah, and he just gently places her body onto the antlers yeah. of a mounted deer head. Yeah. Here's why that shot is quote-unquote iconic is because that's one of the only shots they keep in the very loose, loose remake. Yeah. Because, like, people... He does say punish, that. though, in the remake. Yeah. One time they throw it in. Um. Then the boyfriend... Again, this is all inconsequential. It means nothing. The The boyfriend of that girl, uh, Billy just throws him out a window. Yeah. And that's death. not the most pointless scene in the movie. Oh, no, we got a good one coming up. Um, but then, okay, so he... Well, I guess he's going around. It, they're more establishing that he's punishing people who are naughty. Yeah, but how did he even know that they were in there? Is he just busting into every house on the street? Well, there's probably not that many. It's just like... It's a little town. How did he even find that house? We don't see him going into multiple houses. That's the only house we see him go into. Yeah, maybe. Well, wasn't, weren't they outside at some point? So he probably saw them. I don't know. But he sees the little girl as he's leaving, and he gives her, he gives her like a present, doesn't he? Yeah. Gives her a box cutter or something because he's nuts. <laughs> something he gives her, <laughs> he rewards her non, naughtiness. Yeah. So I mean, I guess that is the insight into like, okay, well, he's killing people that he. Perceives they never as... really make that clear. No. Well, that's pretty much what the crazy grandpa said. If you're naughty, you. You're gonna, you're gonna get thrown Doomed. out a window yeah to your death so he spends his whole life trying not to be naughty but maybe you shouldn't be watching people having sex hey oh <laughs> or punching santa claus in the nose <laughs> yeah, well, um no that, so here's the worst my that. least favorite sequence of the movie i've well, probably said that already but um and it's the sled the there's complete non sequitur two kids get their sleds stolen by bullies yeah and then Billy just shows up and decapitates. Yeah, as he comes down, his friend goes down on the sled. Bullies love sledding. Yeah, in yeah. the night and Christmas Eve in the woods. <laughs> Hell. Yeah. He comes down and then there's a headless body on it. Oh, yeah. Next scene. Good stuff. Yeah. Quality. Uh, I had also read that the director was so uncomfortable shooting oh, yeah. graphic... I don't know if this is true. I just read it, probably on IMDb. But the director was so uncomfortable shooting like violence that he had to like go away from set and somebody else had to direct the yeah. bloody sequences. And there was that weird... Anytime, you could tell something bad was going to happen because the quality of the film would go down. Oh, yeah. The, I don't know if it was just the version we were watching or, or it's all of them, but like... It would like visibly could, shift quality yeah, right before like, something this really was bloody. Someone happened. else. This was a second unit shooting this. <laughs> yeah, what a, I've totally forgot about that. Yeah. What a strange thing. Yeah, this was not a well made movie. <laughs> Who released this, do you know? Uh, I don't. I could probably find out. That'd be interesting to know. Oh, TriStar Pictures presents oh. Silent Night Bankrupt. Deadly Night. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, that's not our first TriStar thing that we've done on this. I don't podcast, know, we don't keep track of that. Yeah, because I swear we did something else and we're like, man, whatever happened to that? Oh, yeah, bankrupt. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so now this is the climax, which is probably the least climactic scene. Um, back at the orphanage, uh, the kids yeah. are opening their presents and yeah. they get a warning that St. Billy's coming. Then the jerk cop shows up. Yeah, so jerk cop shows up. 
He sees a Santa walking towards the building, guns Around him down. children, yeah. so he shoots him. <laughs> guns him down from like 150 feet. Not, you know, that's a good reason for many. <laughs> yeah, doesn't try. He, he's in a car. He parks his car 100 feet away instead yeah. of driving up there. Yeah. He parks, shoots him from a distance. Yeah. It's a good thing he didn't miss and hit a kid. Yeah. Turns out it's just Father O'Brien. Father O'Brien. <laughs> that was a pretty good Irish accent, huh? Yeah, I mean. I gave up. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, he's dead now. Yeah, so the cop just kills the father. He's like, whoops, better go search the premise. Yeah, then he just spends an hour walking around the grounds. Yeah, in that weird shed. Yeah. That it's just a building built around stairs. Yeah, there's all these like weird outbuildings that he's going into. And that's when he gets it. He gets an axe in the chest. Not that many Christmas-related deaths, as you would think, in a no, movie. really just the Christmas lights. Yeah. I think that's the only one. Do they Which re- I guess they yeah. kind of use in the remake yeah, they, at the beginning. Yeah. Um, so that's it. I mean, he Billy enters the orphanage to do to axe down Mother Superior, I guess. He's uh, like, Who knows? He gets shot in the back, and he's all like, he's like you're safe now santa is gone yeah and then the final shot is this little boy whom we have that spent zero time with who we can assume is his brother yeah there's a lot of assumptions being made (laughs) yeah oh yeah quietly saying naughty not punish no (laughs) he saw the he saw the flaws in that (laughs) uh writing and decided to correct it Even from a young age, he's like, why isn't he saying naughty? It, it makes much more sense. Yeah, why is he also like 30 years older than me? <laughs> well, that's it. That's the whole, I mean, that's it. Yeah. That movie makes no sense. No. And it's not even like good to watch just for some kills. Here's the thing, though. The concept of a little boy seeing his parents killed by Santa, mm-hmm. being afraid of Santa, and then becoming santa and killing people is interesting mm-hmm. if done done differently and then so in the remake they completely ditch that entire story and write a new backstory it made more sense for him too to just go around and kill all santas right yeah so in the remake they write a story that makes even less sense than that i don't even know if there was a story well there is at the very end mm-hmm. so the story of the remake is that a little boy his his father <laughs> finds out his mother has been cheating, cheating on, him. on him. So he dresses up as Santa Claus and is killing people with a flamethrower. With a flamethrower and then he this flamethrower tank gets shot and he it explodes on him and he dies in flames. Meanwhile, back at the truck, <laughs> the little boy watching. Why was he watching. in the truck? Did the dad bring him to do this? I or did the mom bring him when she was cheating on this guy in church? I think they were in church. I don't know. People were coming out of a church-like building. Anyways, that's... Yeah, so he saw his father dressed as Santa killing people and then be killed and thought, I want to do that. Yeah, and that's our last shot of the movie. Spoiler alert. Bad. (laughs) Yeah. Well, let's talk a little bit about the remake. Now, it it really doesn't have anything... There's, There's a few sequences that mirror the original... Other than that, it's kind of a different movie. Yeah, with some uh, some performances that are worse than. Yeah, hey, we should talk about that. It has a sixty-four percent Rotten Tomatoes, as I mentioned, almost the same length. Um, similarly, this was written and directed by P. 
people who you would never know. The, the director, Stephen Miller, has done a lot of other things, but he's done the movies Arsenal, Marauders, Submerged, Extraction, all your favorites. Extraction sounds like, I think that's one that is well regarded in the horror. Lord, if I know, I've never heard of any of those. I've heard of Extraction. They all sound like generic action movies. I think it's a horror movie. And it was written by Jason Rothwell. Mm. Jason spells Jason J-A-Y-S-O-N because mm. it's edgy. Uh, starring Jamie King, who was in the My Bloody Valentine remake as well. Yeah, she played someone. Yeah, that was terrible too, wasn't it? Yeah. I can't it was even better really than remember. This, though. Yeah. And Malcolm McDowell in potentially his worst role he's ever given. Unbelievably. The whole time I was so distracted by how bad Malcolm McDowell was in this movie. He never played anything close to what a human being would say or do. And I don't think that's necessarily his fault. It's hard to tell if if the writing was just so bad. I think they wanted him to overact as much as possible. Yeah, I mean, he And then was... the edits were horrible. The camera work was garbage. <laughs> I kept complaining because they kept... like they would shoot from like below the waist and have a camera aimed up. Oh yeah. Those low angles. What the hell are you doing? Stop it. Yeah. It was so distracting. Yeah. And then there was one other recognizable person in it whose name is. Oh yeah. I don't know. The dude from look at it. I mean, I knew I can, I can read it, but I can't say it. I don't know how to pronounce it. (laughs) (laughs) The dude from grounded for life. He's in Grounded for Life. I think he's on one of those Viking shows His or something like, like that. Don- oh, he's on Don- Gotham. Don't Donald Donald. Yeah, don't Donald Donald. He's also in that like Vikings show or something. That's what I just he? said. Yeah. Oh, you did? Yes. You were too busy on his name. <laughs> he was. He's also in Gotham. Oh yeah, that's, that's his big that. thing right now. Yeah. He was on a few episodes of ER. That's how I also uh, know him. I mean, he was great. Yeah, just his character was weird and unnecessary, but it felt like we were watching him. It didn't feel like we were watching a movie when he was on. Yeah. It felt like this is actual acting. Yeah. Which is shocking that Malcolm McDowell wouldn't. Yeah. I mean, he was his delivery and everything in this movie was so bad. He is usually so perfect, yeah. and then this is like a weird outlier. I know. I mean, look at his performance in the Halloween remake. It It's like phenomenal. Yeah. Even the second one. Yeah. Even him being on Psych for an episode. Yeah. He was great. Yeah. Surprisingly bad. But that, uh, the, so Jamie King and Malcolm McDowell, they are cops. So she's the deputy and he is the sheriff. And so that's the focus of this movie. So there's still a killing Santa Claus, but it's like, we don't know who it is. Whereas in the original, obviously the focus is on him and his life. And we see right away that like the the movie opens with him killing someone. Right. So in a horribly CGI'd way. Yeah. Which you liked. I liked it? Yeah. Tell me more. You said, I like that. Oh, (laughs) hell yeah, dude. I don't remember exactly what you said, but I said, that was horrible. And like, that looks okay. In which part? Okay. So Santa, we open the movie opens and Santa has a man and a woman tied up in a house and he, the guy's tied up with Christmas lights and he shocks him to death. death. (laughs) Yeah. Did his eyes explode out of his head? Was that what I liked? I don't know. I I don't don't know what it was. It was so bad. Looked so bad. Oh, my problem was. Anytime someone died or because 
surprisingly amount of people get electrocuted somehow in this. Mm-hmm. And anytime someone died or anything, they would shake the camera. Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. And you were okay with that. Yeah, thought. I thought that was all right. No, that was awful. <laughs> I don't know who worked the camera for this, but yeah. hopefully they're out of a job. I mean, they were trying new things. I get it. No, that's not okay. <laughs> why didn't they just, why didn't they turn the camera upside down? What a great point. Yeah, shoot the whole movie upside down. That's trying something new. Get Stephen Miller on the line. Yeah. He, he's got some things to answer for. Yeah, he has some sins to answer for. Um, so, okay, so kind of how I mentioned in the original, I have had an issue with how it was just like, then this happened, then this happened. In this movie, it's so much worse. There are literally, if, the whole movie feels like it's made of vignettes. There are just shots Not of random characters. Not even vignettes tell a story. Right, yeah. Just like, here's a, here's a character that's going to do something. Here's another character that's going to do something unrelated. And then... You hope, from having watched movies before, that at some point these will all come together nicely. Yeah. Some of them do. Some of them don't. You might as well have just changed the channel. Yeah, it's like flipping five through. five minutes and then change the channel again. Yeah. So it's, it's going to even be hard to talk about this movie because it's just literally random things happening out of sequence. But let's, let's just do it. Um, we get more characters in this, at least. Yeah, there's a lot more characters. Right out of the gate, so Aubrey, Deputy Aubrey, is Jamie King, and she uh, gets called into work and goes and visits the mayor. So we meet the mayor, and his, like, <laughs> they make a real point to, of how sexy his daughter is. Yeah. The mayor and his sexy daughter. Um, and then we get a shot of Santa, mean evil Santa, obviously. Mm. He's not real. No. <laughs> Just a man. There ain't no Santa Claus. Visiting this really, really bitchy little girl who's just been screaming at her mother. Yeah, her mother has to do something, and she wants to go to the store to buy, I don't know, what little horrible girls want. (laughs) So Santa shows up and just, she opens the door, and he cattle prods her. Yep, and they shake the camera. Yeah, they sure do shake the camera. It's like you were in, some of this camera work, I'm going to keep harping on this. It's like you were sitting on a ride at, I don't know, someplace. Dude, (laughs) you're really painting a vivid picture. (laughs) Picture. Close your eyes for me. You're someplace on a ride. You know, like one of those, you know how the Back to the Future ride or something like that, where you're supposed to be in it and they, like you, vehicle you're in, gets shaken. Sure. And that's how it feels, except you're not in it. Right. You're in the thing where people sit where they get motion sickness yeah. so they just watch it yeah that's what this movie where the feels pregnant like. women have to sit because they can't be on the ride yeah yeah or the line was too long so. <laughs> yeah. well but great. there was no long line for this movie no i can was, tell you that there was no line at all um so unrelated to any of that aubrey goes <laughs> to a church and we meet the super creepy priest yeah who like gets real handsy with her yeah it's <laughs> Yeah, just horrible. Yeah, so then she gets a call that uh, there is another Santa uh, in the town who's scaring kids. Yeah, making kids cry. Why are they? Why are the parents continuing continuing (laughs) to bring their children to him? I don't know. This guy's terrible. You're up next, Tommy. They're waiting in line, and all the kids are just screaming (laughs) and crying. All right, get up there. Yeah, they just bring him up there, and he tells them about capitalism, basically. Yeah, tell Santa what you want. Um, 
And it's it's the dude it's the dude from Gotham and Grounded for Life. Yeah. Whatever his name is. I don't is. know his name. Something weird. Don't, we made fun of it before. Donald. 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 Well, we saw it come up on the credits, and we're like, look at this asshole. Because <laughs> <laughs> there were a lot of terrible names. We were also shocked when Malcolm McDowell's name yeah, came up. Yeah, I didn't know. But then we saw his face, and I was like, oh, shit, that dude's in it. And then so you then looked, it, looked up. it up. And it yeah. was Don- Donald. Donald. Donald Duck. <laughs> so, yeah. So it's him. <laughs> and uh, that leads to nothing. Um Donal Log, L O G U E. Sure, man. Yeah. Donal Log. Donal Log. <laughs> Remember Donal Log. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. Finally, oh, we he get. He was apparently also in Blade. Oh. Is he Blade? No, I think Wesley Snipes <laughs> yeah, is Blade. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Fuck. Um. Finally, we get a shot from the original. This random teenager is visiting his catatonic grandfather mm. who wakes. He's trying to steal money from his grandfather, and he kind of snaps out of it and warns him about how evil Christmas Although is. Oh, it's never really established that this guy's out of it. No. Well, he, he, it's established in that the kid is like, ooh, stealing money from him, and he doesn't realize. <laughs> <laughs> I think, right? Yeah. Just everybody's horrible in this, except the lady cop. Yeah, Jamie King. She's Jamie good. King. Yeah. So And that, that's the way it's supposed to be, but nobody's that over the top evil. Yeah. Christmas evil. Stop. Sorry. Uh so Aubrey, the deputy, goes to check out uh, a bad smell in an abandoned house, which is the house from the beginning. So she finds yeah. the dead guy in the basement and she finds the woman that was upstairs <laughs> chopped into a billion pieces. Yeah. Um Sheriff McDowell shows up, probably delivers some terrible lines. Um, and that's the end of that sequence. The, then we get another thing, uh, which started out as a cool sequence and then turned into something that I really hated about this movie. Um, we see the mayor's sexy daughter is at kind of like a, uh, like adult a weird... photo shoot. Yeah. In a hotel. Yeah. She snorts cocaine off of a nativity and leaves and she passes evil Santa as she leaves. So then we get to see, I kind of liked some of this. So. He attacks. There's a man and a woman photographer and then a model. He like he has a sickle and he like six six sickles them, six them to death. I the the photographers. I thought that was pretty cool. Um but then there's like this extended thing of him chasing the topless model through a yeah. Christmas tree lot. Hated it. He he finally gets yeah. her and he puts her like head first, no, feet first into a wood chipper. Yeah, and then that was just an unnecessarily graphic scene that I'm sure people loved. Yeah. I don't really like... I've said this before oh, on also this podcast. Oh, also the camera was shaking. Yeah, of course. I've said before on this podcast, I don't really like over-the-top, like, realistic gore like that. Evil Dead is my fucking favorite. Super unrealistic. Mm-hmm. But, like, saw hostile kind of gore. Not a huge fan. And this, to me, this sequence felt like that. Like, it's just slow... He's just slowly lowering her feet first into this wood chipper. She's just screaming the entire and time. she defies science by staying alive the entire time. Yeah, pretty much until her head goes in. Yeah. Doesn't make any sense. No. I also, she's like, like stabbed that. at some point and she... Oh, no, she loses her leg. Oh, yeah. He chops her leg off in like one yeah, swift yeah. motion. And so she's not passed out from the pain or she's still able to move. Yeah, her and... whole leg is gone and she's just like... What dragging stupid, herself around. What a stupid thing. I know. I really hated that, which was disappointing. Um, 
So Sheriff McDowell then finds the cattle prodded girl. Yeah. And deputy... there are moments where Malcolm McDowell does shine through with some reasonable lines and acting. Yeah, it's in it's the more like enough. understated yeah. sequences. Which shows you how good of an actor he is. Yeah. If you have a knowledge of any other performance he's ever done. Right. And unfortunately, those sequences only emphasize how bad the over-the-top sequences are. Yeah. Well, it gives us hope that, okay, he's still in there. <laughs> still in there somewhere. Yeah. Um, the Aubrey finds the two dead photographers. There, oh, there's also, as he's killing people, It this is surprisingly subtle. I mean, it's not that subtle, but he leaves the same little box wrapped the same wrapping and bow oh, yeah. at each of the people he's killed or the naughty people. Yeah. Like, that's how he marks them. That seems. kind of felt a little like my bloody Valentine to me. How but right before they get killed, they get a box with, yeah, like, they never what, was it look a heart in or it? something? Yeah, in my bloody Valentine. Yeah. Movie. It reminded me of that a little bit. It is, but... Yeah. He looks also, in it at the very end. Well, yeah, because... By the time we see it enough times, we realize, oh, wait, her dad got one at the beginning. Oh, yeah, yeah, Who seemed yeah, yeah. all, you know, happy and good father and, yeah. I don't know. Wow, they're really doing it. They're really tying it in. Mm. Everything <laughs> in this movie felt fake. Um, in another kind of just unrelated sequence, the uh, so the mayor's sexy daughter is in a, a choir Oh yeah, other people's sexy daughters, and the uh, creepy priest. The creepy priest takes like a bunch of weird photos creepy of them. Priest. He goes. Priest. Sorry. Continue. <laughs> Were you figuring out a? I'm trying to find a, a mashup. Bad... Yep. Okay. Yeah. The priest. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. <laughs> That's a bad one though. They're all bad. Yeah. He uh, goes back to church after that and starts giving a terrible, terrible sermon to just one old lady. And. Santa. And Santa shows Which up. Which was a sad scene because this old lady is terrified. Yeah. The whole time, and then she's yeah. And then Santa kills him. Yeah, chops his fingers off yeah. first, and then kills him. And then she's still terrified, but then she gets. Yeah, he gives her all the money. Yeah. Which he, was nice. Yeah. He does like an Ocean's Thirteen style. Yeah. That's poor. Gives her diary. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. It's all worth it. Yeah. Um. So meanwhile, the cops are rounding up. People dressed as Santa, because I guess in this town, like, they have a Santa parade that everyone dresses up as Santa. Convenient. So they're, like, rounding up Santas, trying to... um, We're almost there. Yeah. I mean, we're not, but we are. Really? Yeah. Well, because, okay, so then there's this whole... There's the whole thing about... There's that bar Santa... Oh, who yeah. They, who they suspect is the killer. He's just this drunk who's dressed up as Santa. Yeah, because they found on the cell phone they were expecting Mr. Snow or something. It was just a drug dealer. Yeah. This guy's a drug dealer. Yeah. But they right now, he's the number one suspect. Yeah. So she, Aubrey, the deputy, like tries to get him in the bar. She like He bashes her and gets away. Yeah, the movie tries to get us to care about them. Yeah, but... And Mom McDowell is real pissed that she get she let him get away. Right. And um, she's taking it to heart for some dumb reason. Yeah. Um, so the next set of people to randomly be killed are the mayor and his family. So <laughs> This San- is where we get that. Yeah, so Santa strangles the mayor with Christmas lights, which mm-hmm. is similar to the original. Tis the season. Tis the season. Um, the mayor's daughter is blowing... 
the kid who was stealing money from his grandfather in the earlier scene. All tied together. Wow. They're really doing it. Yeah. What a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, he tries to spook her, and Santa attacks them and picks her up and puts Which her on the antlers. That was pretty okay. Yeah, you don't know where. Like, what's she going goes on. out into the hall, and you, she's looking around to see if he's there. Then she walks back in, and he was behind the door. Yeah. Which felt like it didn't belong in this movie because it felt slightly effective. Yeah. Yeah. So he puts her on the antlers, kills the guy with an axe, mm-hmm. and then sees a little girl on the way out and gives her a candy cane. So that whole kind of sequence is very similar. Yeah. It's the That's really... like, hey, remember, we, we know yeah. where this movie came from. Right. Just in the sequence. Yeah. Um, so now the parade is happening and they grab Dol- Donald. Donald. Donald Logue. They grab Donald Logan, arrest him. They think maybe he's up to something. Um, Aubrey, the deputy, catches up with the bar Santa who bashed her in the head and shoots him in the head. He lives at that hotel. Yeah, I mean, she just kills him straight up. Well, he tries to kill her. Yeah. We also get a terrible nod to another Silent Night, Deadly Night. I think it's the second one. One of the deputies is taking the garbage out and is like, garbage day. Oh, yeah. As he's bringing it out to the dumpster. Yeah, I forgot. Which is like, I don't know. But then he gets an axe to the face, so it's okay. Yeah. Um, all right, now we're, we're really in the, the climax. This yeah. is it. Do you feel like the stakes are higher than they've ever been? Dinologue's in prison. Yeah, Dinologue's in prison. Dinologue. Dinologue. When it's cold outside, you throw Dinologue on the fire. <laughs> Sorry. Continue. When one person is giving a speech, it's called a Dinologue. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sheriff McDowell finds a box on the box on his desk, and uh, there's a lump of coal inside. Oh yeah. So now that's that's when we see. I mean, him. he really hasn't been that naughty. No. He's just. We been, haven't seen him do anything, at least. No, he's just just guilty of bad acting. Yeah, he's his motivation is to catch this guy so he gets fame, I guess. Yeah, but it's then like he, a really really shitty version of Seven. Yeah. Yeah, he gets flamethrowered, though, to death right here. Yeah, but he's holding a gun at him, and he doesn't shoot him. He just says some bad lines. And then gets flamethrowered. He's like, you messed with the wrong guy. (laughs) See? That's a good impression. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I don't know of whom. Yeah. Well, that was happening. Aubrey goes home and finds her dead dad. Yeah. Gutted. Gutted. And her mom is just, like, scream crying in a closet. Um, There's a lot of things in this movie that you shouldn't notice because movies need to be subtle so you feel it, like lighting and stuff like that. Yeah. And in this one, besides the horrible camera work, you get in the hallways, everything's red or green, lighting-wise, stuff like that. Yeah. Because that's what's happening back at the police station. Because why is there... Oh, I guess... (laughs) I guess the, the fire alarms are going off and yeah. sprinklers are going off because McDowell's flamed body. Yeah. Yeah. Um, evil murder Santa lets Donalog out of his cell and they fist fight. Yeah. Which is which is great. Yeah. Uh, evil Santa puts on brass knuckles and then beats Donalog to death. Yeah. <laughs> I think they said something on him. Yeah. One of them, I think he, he says, like, not nice or something. Yeah. I don't know. Because, you know... You either get put on the nice list or the not nice list. Right, yeah. The nice list or the punish list. Yeah. Classic Santa. Um, Aubrey gets to the police station. 
just in time for everyone to already be dead. And then she gets the flamethrower and flamethrowers Santa, bad Santa to death. Mm-hmm. So that's it. But then we get the flashback, which we already talked about, where the yeah. kid sees... An unnecessary flashback. Yeah. He sees his father getting uh, engulfed in flames. But here's the special twist. The police officer that, that shot the you know flamethrower and made it explode was Aubrey's dad. Yeah. That's why, that's why he had to go. That's the closest thing to a movie. Yeah. They tried. They tried hard. Yeah, that really is like... They really tried hard. <laughs> the thing about it is, just even talking about it now, I realized how many things they really do try to tie together, but just unsuccessfully the entire time. Like, yeah, they didn't tie the movie together. No, you, like, okay, sure. Oh, I remember that character. Now that, now it's tied in. Very, like, anthology, trick-or-treat-esque. Yeah. But just so ineffective. You don't care about any of these people. No. Ineffective? Ineffective. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> we'll just let that one slide. All right. Well, that's it, man. So, very, very different movies. Neither very effective. No. The first one, a little bit more. It seems like a premise that would be hard to fuck up in terms of making something that isn't scary. You're taking a beloved, you know, children's icon and having him murder people. They were used to correctly there. Icon. And he's brutally murdering people. And they yeah. messed it up twice. Yeah, they really did. Yeah. The first one, I feel like it may have been... Me- well, no, because it was the middle of the 80s. Yeah. Again, it felt like a 70s movie. Where, right. You know how Halloween, there's not much killing that you see until the end. Right. They stretch it out. That's kind of what it felt like a little bit. Yeah. Except Halloween has that tension. Yeah, and there's no has, tension. Yeah, no. But, I mean, it's worth noting that the original movie, like, I mean, made a fucking splash. Like, there was protests and, like public outcry well this was like the first time something pure was being turned into right into a horror movie now it's like anything anything you can think of somebody's twisted into a horror movie yeah but like yeah that was like a big it was a big deal in 1984 that santa claus was killing people if only they knew how ineffective he was at killing that would have been okay yeah they would have been like oh he's just it's just stupid that's fine told him that it wasn't the real santa claus yeah just some dumb kid yeah yeah, man, I don't know. You got anything else to add? No, these are bad movies. We kind of blew through them. I feel, I feel good about it. Yeah, I feel good that we did it, and now we can forget it. Now we can never think about it again. It's just, you know, I think Black Christmas, if we're talking about Christmas horror movies, is so much better. I feel like there's other ones we haven't watched that are a lot better. Yeah. I mean, I really didn't hate Silent Night, Deadly Night, though, for what it was. Yeah. Like, I, I, I would watch that movie again. Mm-hmm. At Christmas time in a few years, you know, just to see it. Um, Silent Night, never again. Yeah, that was horrible. That was bad. But, uh, and 2012 seems late, but it felt like all of those 2000s remakes. Yeah. Like, there, there's that it's period. It's not even like the kills were that good. Like, it didn't even have that to no. hang its hat on. No, it wasn't like you're just waiting for the next kill because the movie was bad. Like, even the kills were dumb. Yeah. yeah. They were just quick to... Just have another character leave. Yeah. Well, except for the wood chipper, which was horribly extended. Yeah, and that was it. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean that like that like two thousand four to two thousand ten period where all those really overly stylized, which is most of the episodes we've done, honestly, come from that period. Yeah. My Bloody Valentine, Black Christmas, um, Nightmare on Elm Street, Friday Thirteenth. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, Halloween even. Yeah, they're all from that period of like really 
over stylized. Um, yeah, and I mean, this is just a victim of that too. Yeah, just bad. Yeah, shame on you. <laughs> Platinum Dooms, basically. That's yeah, what it felt like. Who yeah. released this one? Wow, what a great question. Yeah. What a handsome question. Thank you. Uh, ooh, Anchor Bay actually distributed. Oh, I think we knew that. Although it was produced by things I've never heard of. Buffalo Gal Pictures and mm. Media House Capital. Of course. You know those those media powerhouses? Capital. Buffalo Gal Pictures. Mm-hmm. All right, shall okay. we just look at the questions? Do you Let's have anything do else it. you want to add? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm terribly sorry. All right, first question. <laughs> Does the remake stand up to the original? You want to go first? Sure. Yeah, this is unique in that I didn't care for either of these movies. I know. That's so like the first time. I actually have to like really step back and look at these questions. I think it probably did stand up to the original just in um, tone and like what the original was going for of just like, hey, let's make a movie about a you know, killer Santa. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because there wasn't really much to stand up to, right? Yeah. Like, like I mentioned at, kind of earlier... I think the story of the original is so solid that I still think we're missing a good a good version of that story. Yeah. I think the original missed the mark and the remake missed the mark. Um, so they do stand up together. They just stand yeah. side by side yeah. way far back. The question, If the question was, do you think the original stands up to the concept? <laughs> <laughs> I'd say... <laughs> Nah. <laughs> no, no, not no. at all. I give it about 23%. Yeah, they could have done better. Uh, yeah, I agree. All right. Second Based question then. Um, should it have been remade? Yes. Which I think we kind of answered. It should have, and but it not. it still should. Yeah. It still deserves a proper. Yeah. Telling. Yeah. I think whoever wrote the story of the original, his story still deserves a proper, a proper film. Deserves proper camera work and proper <laughs> and director who can yeah. has a stomach to make a horror movie yeah a storyline that's uh, cohesive mm. in any way yeah maybe get malcolm mcdowell back in there and have him fix it yeah fix himself <laughs> well great shoot man that was pretty concise do you have anything else you want to add about silent night no deadly night uh it's not a terrible choice for a christmas horror movie but it's definitely not one that is high on the list. Yeah. It's one of those that um, you can watch through a lens of the 80s and be okay. Watch it through the lens of a 70s. And <laughs> yeah, better. that's probably fair. Yeah. There are certain movies from that period that are not good or don't stand up. But if you're able to step back and watch them through 1970. Most or of the 19... slashers are like yeah. that. Then they're enjoyable. Yeah. Yeah. but there's... Certainly not timeless. Certainly not iconic. Note to self, don't use iconic when referencing Silent Night, Deadly Night. Yeah, I don't think you need a note for that. Mike does not like it. You don't need a note to breathe in and breathe out. (laughs) All right, well, happy holidays, everybody. Thanks for listening to a full year of The Remake Mistake. Hopefully we can do this for another uh, full year. We'll see you next year. I'm sorry. (laughs) Sorry I made that joke. Me too. Uh, But yeah, head over to wolfbaneblooms.com. Got some really cool stuff there, uh, including a list of Christmas horror movies uh, that include Silent Night, Deadly Night. Um, and also, we just published a great piece on Frosty the Snowman and the horror of existence. So if you're in for some Christmas reading, give that a look. 
Um, you can find this podcast and our sister podcast, Another Night at Camp Blood, on iTunes and Google Play. Uh, go ahead and subscribe there. Give us a five-star rating if you dug it. Um, and just, you know, let us know how we're doing. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.